Hello, hello, hello again. It's Tammy here, Houston-based attorney and host of Ask Tammy Live, where we discuss the best ways to establish your business, protect your name, and keep your profits. This is our very important video number two in our series all about how to make sure 2024 is a year where you are legally protected and enjoy peace of mind, right? So essentially, I'm trying to help you guys avoid getting sued, getting in trouble, and help you think about how you can scale. Today's video, right, is all about how to not get sued. The video number one, the first video, was all about making sure we don't get in trouble with the government. But now, how can we avoid getting sued for messing up with people's things? Um, where I wanted to start this conversation with, really, is how to protect your brand, how to make sure you're not getting sued in the age of AI. AI is the big thing and there are huge legal implications for this. Now, really, this is a two-sided thing because it's not just about not getting sued. It's also about being vigilant with regards to what people are doing around you. AI has changed things. And so you really want to be clear about certain things. So in the first video, we were talking all about transparency. Well, in this video, it's all about clarity. And it's really clarity with regards to ownership and clarity again with how you do things. In the age of AI, in the age of artificial intelligence, where we have chat GPT and we have people having the ability to take somebody's voice and ability to take somebody's features and do all these things, you need to really be in control of what is happening in your business, right? So with regards of you, to you not getting sued, right, you want to be really careful with how you implement AI in your business. AI is an amazing tool. Listen, I'm not going to be here saying don't use ChatGPT and don't do this and don't do that, but be wise with how you use it. Here are some examples of what I mean by using wisdom with this um, and being really clear. Sometimes people are hiring folks who are helping them to do this or you're outsourcing. You're like, AI can help me save time. Well, I want you to understand that. The, I want you to understand the limitations of AI. I want you to understand that if AI is using something, you typically can't claim any type of ownership over it. What does that mean for you? That means that if you're using ChatGPT to create something that you're writing, you're not going to be able to do anything like get copyrights over that because you don't own it. And in a, a, a more... Uh, I don't want to say scary place, but in a, an another area to think about this is when you're using AI to modify or use something that someone else has created, you're really stepping into dangerous territory. And that's where I'm going to, you know, say, hey, you need to potentially pause the break on whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, and it's not even potentially, it's like, actually stop. <laughs> Don't use AI to modify something that someone else created and then put it out there in the world. Because when you're doing that, you're really most likely infringing on someone else's copyright. Right now, there's a lot of stuff in AI and technology. It's developing faster than the law can really keep up. But there are some fundamentals in the law that are going to, in my opinion, and what I've been seeing from the few cases that have already been tried, are going to really go through whatever happens. And essentially, it's this idea of what people have their rights to protect. People have their rights to protect what they create. If you have taken an idea and you've made it something tangible, you have rights invested in that. 
right? And if you're using technology to create something or you're using technology to, to divert someone else's path and get into their stuff, you're no longer honoring that protection that belongs to the person who has created something. So you want to make sure that you avoid that at all costs. One of the things people might be asking then is if I'm using AI because I'm saying, hey, go ahead and use it. How do I use it safely? Well, the first thing I want to say is that if you have team members, I want you to be clear in dictating what they can and cannot use AI for. Like develop some policies that say, if you are doing branding for me, if you are doing this, this is the parameter for which you can use AI. If this is something that we're going to publish, I don't want AI being used or I need to review it or something like that. Or you need to ask me permission. What is going to be your policy for the use of AI in your business? Right. And that policy that you determine should really keep in mind that if AI is being used to alter something that someone else has created or something that belongs to someone else, like their likelihood, you know, how the person looks, right? If you have pictures that you have created or pictures that you see online and you, you have the bright idea of like changing that look. So it looks like something else and you put it in there. You want to stop that. That's not a good look. If you do want to use something that belongs to someone else, there are new technologies that are allowing you to like take somebody's likeness or take their voicing. And there's nothing wrong with that if you have their permission. So what I'm seeing kind of being the developing trend and what I think is going to happen more and more often is people licensing the use of their person or licensing the use of what they've created to be used by AI. Even with ChatGPT, I've been hearing some things and seeing some things in the water where they are starting to partner with the people who are creating content to say, we want to invest in making sure we protect you as well. What I see that looking like is, is actually sourcing information from content creators that ChatGPT and tools like it will say, hey, we want you to use this information, put it in here so we can help people, but we're going to figure out ways to to make sure you're always getting the attribution that the rights and the um, recognition always comes back to you. So those are some of the big implications with regards to AI and how to avoid getting sued and really think about how you can keep a good lookout as to what's going on with your technology. Another area where you're going to want to pay attention to really think about how you can be clear um, and what it looks like in terms of protection is, again, with your trademarks. So this is an oldie but a goodie. And there are a few things that I want you to keep in mind. If you are a DIYer and you in the past have gone to the United States Patent and Trademark Office, you've gone on their website to do your own search it might be getting a little bit more difficult. I hate to tell you this, but they're making some changes. And from the attorney's perspective, it's not something that's going to become easier. The interface looks nicer. I'm big on interface and, you know, how it looks on the screen. It's clearer. It doesn't look so old fashioned, but the update isn't necessarily helping you really find um, places where you might be accidentally taking somebody's name or taking something that has been trademarked. It's harder to do that. So what I'm seeing happening is, is really partnering with people who have the resources to access the AI. So AI is still being used in these spaces, but to help you with technology to get that information. So you're going to want to see now, if you are still trying to do the DIY stuff that you're looking at the resources online to kind of help you navigate this new website and navigate how they've they've organized it so that you're not 
setting yourself up for failure. Um, but it's also making sure that when you're working with folks who are professionals in the space, like an attorney like myself, right, that you're um, asking them what they can do in order to help you really be well-rounded in terms of that protection. And that goes even further. So not just looking at the United States Patent and Trademark Office, but really thinking about how do I navigate this space where people are popping up with businesses left, right, and center? How do I keep up with it and keep an eye on my brand? See, nobody talks about how important it is to police your brand, right? And people sometimes get on the big guys when they say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you sent a cease and desist letter to this person. Oh my goodness, that's so mean. You're not trying to help the little guy. Listen, listen, you've invested in your brand. It needs to be protected. And if you want the government to help you protect and police it, you have to do some of that too. But there are resources that I'm going to also be making more available to my clients. You'll hear about that again in the next video. Um, but there are going to be some great resources that we're going to put in place and that you can also put in place with regards to just saying, Hey, I want to make sure that I am keeping an eye as to where my, my business is being mentioned. Are there other applications that are being brought through the trademark office that I need to be aware of? To kind of say, hey, this is really close to what I have. And I'm going to speak up and say, I don't want this to come through because there are opportunities to do that. So those are the big things that I want you to keep in mind with regards to avoiding getting sued and also thinking about brand protection as a whole. What I want you to take away from this is I want you to think about ways you can probably smartly outsource and leverage technology to avoid getting into trouble, right? And to do things with speed. Technology is gonna help you protect your brand with speed if you allow it to, right? And if you're smart with it, you can you can make sure you're protecting yourself, right? But you're also leveraging it to, to move quickly. So those are the big things that I want you to keep in mind. Again, your trademarks, um, making sure that you are clear in developing policies with your business, with the people you're working with, and even for yourself as to how you will implement AI, being very careful to say that I'm not going to use AI for anything that I want to have a right to protect. Because if I'm using AI for something I want to have the right to protect, I'm probably diluting, right? We can my right to that if I'll have any right at all. Okay. So whew, that was a lot, but I'm trying to make sure I'm telling you this in bits and pieces. I'm going to give you a whole week to like, think about this. And listen, if you watch this video, or you watched the video last week and you have questions, shoot them over to me. Let me know. Um, so I can make sure that we're on top of those questions for you and providing as much clarity as possible. Listen, 2024 is our year of scaling our year of success and making sure that you have legal protection and peace of mind until next time. Have a great day. Bye.